You are now listening to Warrior on Fire. Fire. Hey everybody, this is your boy Garrett J. White, founder of Wake Up Warrior and CEO of GKW Styling. Welcome to Warrior on Fire, Daily Fire Edition. Today's topic is this, Betrayal, you bitch. Sit back and relax and welcome to today's Daily Fire. All right, my friends, so uh, here's the deal. Uh, I haven't recorded a few Daily Fire. I record them like a whole bunch. I'll do like 30, 40 in a row and then uh, I come back and do the Daily Fuels on them. So this Daily Fire is coming off the wake of a couple weeks of just working on Daily Fuel for you and um, I've had a lot of shit go down. Had a lot of shit go down. Had a lot of shit go down in my salon. Uh, specifically with a woman by the name of Valerie Plunk. This is a woman who I hired three years ago as an artist. She was making $7,000 a month working six days a week in a salon called Salon OC in Orange County, California. Uh, actually, it was not Orange County. It was uh, it was in Riverside, California. Her working for us, she moved her way up the ranks to make $21,000 a month. And for some reason, hear about... Uh, she'd been with us for three years. We positioned her. She was my wife's assistant. Then she became a lead artist on our floor. She took all the spillover clients from my wife. And uh, here, uh, three weeks ago, I fired her and and her entire team. And there were three artists plus an assistant that we fired from the salon and let them go. Uh, they took over 100 clients of the salon, moved to a salon six miles down the road from us. And probably half a million dollars in revenue, created complete fucking chaos inside of my salon, started a war with my teams. And all of this occurred from a woman who we doubled down on, invested on for years, like for years, who I had told from the very beginning, I said, listen, when you are ready to go, when you're ready to leave, when you're ready to go and start your own thing, just talk to me. Talk to me, we'll create the path, it'll be amazing, we'll keep a great relationship, we'll wish you the best, and we'll want you to have the most success possible. It's like, period, like, that's it. And somewhere along the line, she got into a twisted victim story inside of her own head. And my accountability on this, the leader, is the fact that I wasn't, I wasn't there in direct communication with her frequently enough. Like, we were not having frequent enough communication. And because we weren't having frequent enough communication, the truth level of communication that wasn't happening was, like, was not, she was not telling me what was going on. And so I had a war that started inside of my salon and lies and stories being talked about my wife, about myself, about other team members, etc. Until the point, in the, and I never once decided to look at her because Val was like our girl. She was like our right-hand person. It was a person we had, we had hired, we had worked with, we had spent and doubled down on her. She made twice to three times what her husband did. Her whole life had changed. She moved to Orange County or moved to Orange County to Laguna Niguel. Like her whole world literally changed being part of our team. And yet inside of that, there was betrayal behind our backs. And once I found out, I handled it. I fired her. Now, today's lesson is this. Betrayal itself hurts. But dealing with betrayal and continuing to ignore it hurts worse. Right? Dealing with betrayal hurts. But ignoring people in your life who don't belong there any longer is fucking insanity. She was ready to go. We knew she was ready to go. She knew she was ready to go. I could sense it months ago, months and months and months ago, but she wouldn't be honest with me. She wouldn't speak direct. She wouldn't talk. And because I did not have enough frequent communication with her, I didn't expose the issue that was going on. And so I got to clean up a whole shit show of shit inside of my salon. And this principle itself is a very simple one. Problems that fester become bigger problems. 
Problems that fester become bigger problems. Problems that fester become bigger problems. There was problems, obviously, in Val's mind. I don't know what the fuck she was thinking because she would never fucking tell me what she was thinking. She would just tell me what she thought she, I wanted to hear. And that's my fault as a, as a leader, as a trainer, as a business owner, because why? Because I didn't have more direct communication with her and expose all of these issues. I couldn't bring it up. There was no way I could bring it up because she wouldn't tell me because I wasn't in enough communication with her. But once I recognized what the problem was, once I could clearly identify what the issue was, I didn't hesitate at all. I cut the cancer out. We let her go and we fired everybody and kept the other half of our team and replaced them within two weeks. So here's my question for you. Where in your world across body, being balanced and business, do you currently find yourself in a place, either a relationship or a situation where there is a problem festering, but you are not dealing with it? There's a problem festering, but you are not dealing with it. Where is it? I can promise you right now in my world, this shit will never fucking go down again for me in my salon. Ever, ever, ever again. We will eradicate this shit long before it happens again. But you know what? Live and learn. Wish her the best. But now she's a competitor. I'm a runner over. My friend, what you just finished listening to is today's Daily Fire. A parable and a principle. Up next is the Daily Fuel, which is the connection of that fiery parable and principle to the actual production strategies of Living the Warrior's Way found in the Warrior Book. So if you don't have a copy of the Warrior Book, well, guess what? Although this next Daily Fuel is going to be powerful, it won't be nearly as powerful if you don't have the tools and resources to follow along. I would encourage you to head to warriorbook.com and get that book shipped to you today. Man, woman, or child is going to help you either way. So, with or without the book, here we go. And welcome to this section known as the Daily Fuel. All right. All right. All right. All right. My friends, you heard the parable. The parable of the bitches that were filled with betrayal, a.k.a. the outing that happened at our salon with the artists we had to fire and all of the chaos and shit in between. And here's the deal. Inside of this Daily Fuel, we're not going to actually talk much about what happened in the salon, but we are going to take the principle. The principle that came out, which is this. Problems that fester become bigger problems. Problems that fester become bigger problems. Now, I'm going to tell this tale with you. I had uh, Achilles tendon surgeries that happened. Uh, I had three major Achilles tendon surgeries. It was, uh, it was a nightmare, and they strung out over years. First tear was 2011. Second tear was 2011. Third tear was 2012. I ended up going back and having surgery again in 2016 to fix some shit with some problems and stitches that were coming out. And that's where we're going to talk about this festering problem situation. So I had a, uh, a stitch line, like a, a non-dissolving stitch that was put in my Achilles tendon from surgery. It was to hold the major Achilles tendon uh, that they had put in there, the fake tendon, to just solve the problem of my inability to stop tearing my tendon. So they put this huge, giant, thick-ass fake tendon in that ultimately has served me very well. It's become a powerful piece of my leg. And... I can do just about anything with it. So one of the things that happened, though, and the reason why I went back and had surgery again in 2016 is because between the years of 2012 and 2016, so roughly three to four years, I dealt with this issue. Here was the issue. There was a small wound on the back of my leg. And this small wound drained all the time. It would drain at night. It would drain during the day. I constantly had bandages on it, wrapped it up. 
And I just thought the problem was that my Achilles tendon was just not ready to heal. And I knew at some point that there was some serious problems with it. And I would go to doctors and they would try to stitch it up, but the same thing would continue to happen. This, like my leg would swell up and there was just problems. What I didn't recognize was happening was that there was a problem sitting underneath the surface of my body. There was something in there. And no matter how much we stitched it up, no matter how many essential oils we put on it, no matter what type of therapy we're trying to do on it, there was some shit inside that needed to come out. There was no other way around it. It had to come out. My body knew it had to come out. That's why it wouldn't close up. It just continued to drain and drain and drain and drain and drain. And this problem itself festered and became bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger as a problem until I got to a point where I finally went and had surgery again. I was pulling six inches of stitches out of my Achilles, not once, but multiple times, pulling it straight out of the back of my leg. Like it was a major fucking problem, but I would not deal with it. And this principle, problems that fester become bigger problems, is going to be linked directly into the code today. We're moving into chapter nine, results and the fruit. And specifically, we'll start off with a quote here on page 116. Insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Albert Einstein. This Albert Einstein guy was a pretty smart guy. I never knew him personally, but uh, pretty smart man. Uh, Has been given credit for a shitload of major breakthroughs in science that has supported the expansion of humanity and allowed us as producers to be able to do a lot of really cool shit. But let's take a look at this quote. Insanity, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Okay, so here's the deal. My Achilles tendon was a problem. It was a problem that was continuing to fester and it was getting bigger. But I was doing the same thing over and over again. You know what I would do? I would put a Band-Aid on it. Literally a Band-Aid. And sometimes I would wrap up that Band-Aid with a big gauze wrap. Like I would just wrap it up and I would make pretend that what I was experiencing, I was not experiencing, that what was happening was not happening. I spent most of my time doing this, covering up what was happening and not dealing with what was festering. Here's the problem. It's festering. It's getting bigger. But you know what I'll do? I'll fucking ignore it. I'm going to put a Band-Aid on it. I'm going to wrap it up. I'm going to pretend like it didn't happen. Problems that don't get dealt with fester and become bigger problems. In my Achilles tendon, this was absolutely the case. But the problem we're going to specifically talk about inside of today's chapter is the problem of focusing on everything but results. See, this chapter now we're focusing on is the real, raw, relevant what? Results. See, and one of the biggest problems that exists for producers day to day is the fact they do not focus on results. So many entrepreneurs and so many businessmen end up in this weird conversation of focusing on everything but the results. They focus on how much time they put in, how much energy they put in, how much they tried. And in the end of the day, nobody gives a fuck how much you tried. Nobody gives a shit how much energy you put in. Nobody cares how much time you invested. The amount of time you invested, the amount of energy you put in, the amount of any of this that you put is irrelevant. What is relevant, what is relevant is the following, which is results. And so one of the problems that fester inside of a business is the illusion of getting shit done. The illusion that you're actually making money. The illusion that you're actually marketing. The illusion that you're actually doing something to progress. Like this illusion becomes a very intense, insane place to be. Because it has you begin to believe inside of your mind that what you're doing is actually working. When the truth is what you're doing is not working hasn't been working, and will not work. 
But again, a problem that festers becomes a bigger problem. So when you have an entrepreneur who's not focusing on fruit, who's not focusing on results in marketing, did my marketing get leads? Well, we tried, we put 10,000 into marketing. The question is not how much money you put into marketing. The question is, did it work? Did you get leads? Well, we, you know, I've hired like three more people and they're doing a great job. They're working really, really hard. Okay, great. But did you guys sell more shit? That's all. Results, 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 results. Now we're going to come to page 121. We're going to continue reading in this chapter. Here it is, page, verse 35. If my reasons are equal to my results, then what I actually live in is a world that is driven upon reasons, not upon results. And this kind of life will never work out long-term ever. 36, the code is simple. Real, raw, relevant results. Notice the formula is not real, raw, relevant reasons. Verse 37, this later form, latter formula will never work. And yet it is the fastest way to mess up the game when we stay committed to our reasons and our righteousness rather than our ruthless drive to produce the results we say we want. 38, this is why I love to measure results. Measurements and numbers take the emotion out of the game like clockwork. This is possible because with a number I can say, yes, I did, or... No, I did not accomplish it. A feeling, on the other hand, has to be had, can become a very, or become a story which will create complete confusion, leaving me in the land of maybe as I attempt to hit my target. 39. For many men, it feels easier to just not look at the numbers, as if somehow the results will be easier. The only numbers they want to look at are the ones that support their current behavior. If the numbers they are looking at tell them the story, tell them they are failing, and that behavior modification is mandatory, these are the numbers they will ignore or blatantly change so they don't have to change themselves. 40. Well, Garrett, I'm feeling a lot of fear around my numbers when I look at them and don't and, and they don't say what I want them to say. That's okay. 41. If you don't feel fear, you can't have courage. Just go find the courage and let's go to work course correcting the reality you had the courage to look at. 42. Oh, Garrett, it's very nerve-wracking. It's stressful to me to make this jump from my current patterns to my new ones. No shit. Are you serious? 43. Did you think it was just going to float down from heaven in a little cute box full of mana? Here you go. Here's your I don't have to work to get results mana. Are you fucking kidding me? That's not how life works. 45, you've got to do the work. Facing the feelings, telling you to stay down and shrink instead of remaining standing up and expanding. So let's come back here and take this. I'm going to freestyle this again. Our principle is very simple. Problems that fester become bigger problems, right? And the biggest problem that you and I in our business face is when our teams or ourselves lose focus of the game of fruit and results. We spend a bunch of money, we hire a bunch of employees, we say we're going to do some things, we get some agendas moving, we get some initiatives going, and we stroke ourselves into a corner in mental masturbation, pretending that we've actually produced a result, when in the reality, we've not produced anything. We've not produced a result. Right? This is like coming into a team meeting and having individuals who report with a story. Right? You can always tell people they're uncomfortable with the numbers they're about to report when the following happens. You know what it is? They start to tell you stories. You ask them for a number, like, how much money did you make last month? Next thing you know, they show up with a story. See, people who ignore reality, who live in a land of reasons, who do not live in a land of results, will immediately preamble or preframe the lack of results that they are getting with a story. Seriously, test this shit. Particularly with the conversation of money. Like, how much did you do this? Um, well, you know, it's interesting because this year we've really been focusing. No, no, no. I didn't ask you for a story. Didn't ask you for a preamble. 
Didn't ask you for a preframe. I asked you for a number. What's your fucking number? Uh, er, oh, mm, er. Same thing happens inside a relationship. The amount of sex a person's having inside of uh, the game of marketing. How many leads did they get in the conversation of fitness? Well, what does the scale tell you? Well, you know, you have to really understand, you know, I'm big boned. No, you're not big boned. You're not working out, right? This is a fact. Like, it's not up for debate. It's not negotiable. Like, you are not, you are not working out. And because you're not working out, you're not getting the results that you desire. This is not, this is not some happenstance. This didn't just happen to you. Your body is what it is because of what you've done and what you haven't done. Results, period, the end, gave, gave it over. It's not real, raw, relevant reasons. So when we let go of results, we create a problem. And when our life itself becomes driven by fiction and not by the facts, and when it becomes ridden, driven by fiction and fantasy, not by results and not by reality, our lives slowly start to fall apart. Our businesses start to implode, our marriages start to fall apart, our relationship with our kids start to fall apart, things start to get spicy. They get damaging, they get bad, they start to hurt. Why? Because we ignore, no different than my stitches, no different than the betrayal game we had going on in our salon. We ignored some things that we didn't even know we should be looking at and next you know, we got bit in the bit on the balls and smacked in the face. Now it is what it is. This is how it goes. This is how it happens. This is what the process of life is all about. So this game then, inside of the code, we're going to continue in verse 120 or page 123, verse 49. Some of us have been so addicted, addicted to telling stories about our lives that we simply lack even the basic creativity to create stories that even excite us anymore. 50, this barrage of stories has begun to kill our drive and focus, which ultimately has left us stuck. Stuck in a place that we never want to end up in a boat without a rudder, 51. No guidance, no clarity, no direction, no ability to see a vision beyond this exact moment that keeps us suppressed and hellbound. 52, if I asked you face-to-face where you were trying to go today, tomorrow, this week, this month, this quarter, this year, what would you likely say? 53, I don't even know where I'm trying to go. 54, what you must drive home in the six-inch real estate between your ears is this. 55, you aren't entitled to a goddamn thing. You were born into this world, endowed by God our maker with a gift called agency. This agency literally is the power of the divine locked within you that when it access will allow you to unleash your power of heavens on humanity. It is the gateway to having it all and the key to all creation. 56, don't you dare fall into some kind of little drama story inside your head that says somehow your story is different, that somehow your childhood was harder, that your path has been different. Guess what I'll do with your little box of story-based justification to ignore what I'm saying. 57, I'll drop kick the shit of it to two, shit out of it to Timbuktu. 58, you want to come to me with reason, res, results, even if they're ugly as hell? Great. In that place, you have a shot. 59, give me reality, not reasons. So as we summarize this daily fuel, we're going to summarize in the following. Problems that fester become bigger problems. And in your world, there are particularly areas inside of production where you're ignoring them. Second place is marriage. There's problems that are festering in marriage, but you're not dealing with them. You're ignoring them and they're getting worse and they're getting worse and they're getting worse and they're getting worse. They're festering and festering and festering and festering until you wake up one day and they bite you on the ass and slap you in the balls. And then you deal, you have to deal with the reality of the chaos of your ignoring of the persisting problem. Let's come to our general's tent here inside on page 125. Point number one, results are the great divide between the fakers and the players in life every single time. You can know a lot about a man, but in the end, his results will always tell the true story, not his words or his feelings. 
Point two, you cannot get to the path of power unless you travel through the valley of pain, which is true, which is true across the core four of body being balanced and business. Point three, you have the power inside of you to create everything that you choose to create, but it's going to require you to have an honest, ruthless commitment to radical results. Point four, you get what you are ruthlessly fucking committed to creating. There's no entitlement as a way to avoid the unknown. If you don't feel fear, you can't have courage. You've got to do the work. Face the feelings telling you to stay down and shrink instead of standing up and expanding. My friends, that's all I got for you in today's Daily Fuel. Again, this final verse itself is the summary of the principle. Problems that fester become bigger problems. And the problem that we have most in our life is the problem of ignoring results. Real, raw, relevant results, not real, raw, relevant reasons. So you just finished the Daily Fuel. Now it's time for you to get access to the action guides, personalized, customized journaling, and association with others who listen to the Daily Fuel every day for free by heading to warrioronfire.com right now. That's right. Head to warrioronfire.com today and set up your free account inside of the Warrior Armory. On top of this, you know exactly what you also need to get, which is the new book, Warrior Book, found at warriorbook.com. That book, together with what you're doing inside the armory, well, it's going to take these daily fuels to a whole nother level. So get that account set up today at warrioronfire.com and get your book shipped your way by heading to warriorbook.com now.